GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ. And I am joined by a man. You know what? I'm gonna back this up a little bit. We've got we've got Jody here with us. <laughs> What's up, LBJ? Why is Jody? Why is Jody getting introduced before me? I'm not, done with, is... I'm not done with your introduction. Uh, so, so in high school, uh, Joe used to make uh, Jody and I drag race through construction sites uh, to determine who got to take him home at the end of the night. It was real weird. It was very uncomfortable, and neither of us wanted to do it, but we felt bad because you know. I should just. It was just... not a great race in your parents minivan no. in my mom's Taurus. No, it was not great. It was poor. And finding construction sites in Livonia is surprisingly difficult. I kind of just want to hang up the call on my end and let you guys deal with this episode if this is kind of the start of it. Are you prepared to walk through the plot, uh, LBJ? Plot? Question mark? <laughs> I think oh, man. Oh, man. You just lost us a star Twinkie? on... Uh... Twinkle? <laughs> Wiki, you just lost us a star on uh, iTunes from that dude who doesn't like when we say question mark out loud. That's okay. He'll get over Too bad? it. He'll get, he'll get over it or stop listening. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyways, this is this episode's off to a great start. Um, we have reached the uh, end of a month of the threequel. I don't know. It might have ended up being a little more than a month. I don't know. I can't remember. Five weeks. It was five weeks. It was five weeks. So we've reached the end of our threequel, and we are finishing. We had a long debate about what movie was going to be the final one. Uh, and it's kind of funny, because one of the movies you talked about, we ended up not doing, because we didn't think our guest Jody was going to be able to be here. But here whoa, he whoa. is. Yes, we talked about doing the third X-Men movie, but we didn't think you were going to be able to be here. Yep. He so we almost, he almost convinced me to that. do it. Like yeah, he, but then, he had me saying yes if you were going to be there. But then we were like, I ah. am here. Well, well, but we didn't know that till after we nixed it. Right um, now. <laughs> anyways, but Jody is here to talk about the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, the third entry, and the Fast and Furious saga, which uh, chronologically actually takes place between the sixth and seventh movie. Yes. Uh huh. Way <laughs> which, far in the future. Which, by the way, I got to say, like, watching it, this is the first time I watched it since, like, they retconned it in. And it's, they kind of did an amazing job, like, fitting this weird movie in the franchise and making it part of, like, the continuity and having it almost kind of make sense. No, it didn't. It, it didn't kinda make does. any sense. I mean, it kind of does. No. I, I, <laughs> no. It didn't make It makes make 100 It makes Joe. perfect they literally retconned it twice. Well, they did retcon back it because back movies because they retconned it to make it so uh, it, it took place after that, and so that Jason Statham killed Han. Spoiler alert: Han dies in this movie, and then they retconned well, it to see? be well, yeah. Then they retconned it to be like, well, no, he didn't die at all. No, he faked his death miraculously. Some, you know what? We'll get into it. I can't do it now. We'll get into it because 
I have issues. Okay. Oh, oh really? You have issues? I figured this movie was no problems. Uh, okay, so this movie comes out on June 16th. Uh, 2006. Uh, I'll talk about my history with it. I didn't see this movie in the theaters. Um, I remember seeing the first two in theaters. I didn't see this one in the theaters. Uh, I didn't see this one for a while. And I was thinking about it. I was like, when did I see this movie? Uh, and, and I think at one point, um, I it was on sale at like Best Buy for like five bucks or something. So I bought the DVD and watched it years down the road. Um, you people used to buy physical copies of media back in the day for our young young <laughs> listeners, um, but I've become so averse to it that I was too lazy to find and dig out my DVD copy of it. So I just paid four dollars to rent it on Amazon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've seen it. You know, since I saw it, since I finally saw it, I've seen it a couple times. Um, I, you know, my feelings on it are—I don't know. We'll get into it as we get through it. But uh, what about you, uh, Jody? I can't remember when I first saw this. I mean, probably similar. If you didn't go see it in the theater, I'm sure I didn't go see it in the theater. I mean, 2006, I don't think that uh, Lauren was itching to go see Tokyo Drift with me. <laughs> but when you said, oh, we're going to do Tokyo Drift, I was like, I texted you, I was like, so what's this on? You're like, nothing. <laughs> well, it's so, weird because I feel like it's one of those movies that used to be on like a lot of things at once. Well, it was on. It, they had it on Peacock for forever. All the, all the. Yeah, and and honestly, at first, Roku kept telling me it was still on Peacock, yeah, and then I'd click, on, I'd click on it and be like, "It's not available." I'm like, "Well, stop no. saying that." Which is really funny too, because the the movie that we're recording next is kind of the same thing, where it used to be on so many streaming services, and then it wasn't. And then I don't know if you saw. We'll talk about yeah, this next today, episode. It just got. Put on I was so mad. <laughs> I paid, I, I mean, granted, it was only $2, but I paid $2 for the movie, like, a week ago, and then, yeah, now it's on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Anyway, yeah. spoiler alert um, for anyways, next week. So, anyways. I was looking through, I was like, well, may, I was like, maybe I owned it on DVD. I went through all my DVDs. I do not. I don't own any Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I was surprised by that. I have a lot of shitty movies, but no Fast and Furious. <laughs> but then I found out, I looked on my YouTube TV, and it was playing on Tuesday on TNT. So that's how I was able to watch it. Perfect. Uh, what about you, uh, LPJ? I actively avoided this movie for a very long time. Um, I Voodoo had a sale on the first eight Fast and Furious movies in a bundle, and I got them all for, I don't know, 30 bucks or something. It was something ridiculous, some Incredible deal. So I had it. I've had it for years uh, on on my on my Voodoo account, and I've tried watching it t- two times before. So after we did, um, or it was right too, when like the f- too fast, too furious. Yeah, well, it was right when we did like the fifth or right when the fifth or sixth movie came out. I can't remember. Um, no, it was right when the sixth movie came out. Uh, I went and I tried to watch it. And oh, I got God, like get your story straight. It, well, because it was because I because it was when when Han dies. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll watch Fast Tokyo Drift just to see. <clears throat> so I tried to watch it. I got like 30 minutes in. I'm like, oh, this movie's awful. And so then after we did Too Fast, Too Furious, I tried to watch it again on the podcast here, uh, and uh, couldn't get through it. Uh, so then finally, I sat down and I watched it for the first time all the way through for the podcast here. Oh wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Uh, I, this, Rebel- movie and I, this movie and I have been on a journey. 
Yeah, but now, now we'll, we'll get into how you feel about it now that you've seen it uh, all the way through. Um, okay, so this movie uh, has a budget of $85 million. It only has a domestic gross of $62 million, but then it goes on to have a worldwide gross of $158 million, which I guess makes sense that it made more money overseas. Um, uh, but I did see that it was the lowest, uh, had the lowest box office of all the franchise, which makes sense because they just continually seem to make more and more money. Do they make billion dollars now? Yeah. yeah, they make more and more money now. Although um, this movie on the back end has become kind of a, like people have really come to appreciate this movie on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still, I mean, it's still made money and I mean, oh, yeah. it probably, it probably, you know, the other ones were probably more profitable, but I'm assuming, especially, I don't, I don't remember what the first and second one cost, but anyways. Um, okay. So it's rotten tomatoes is uh 38%, which is pretty bad. But um, last time I checked, it's higher than what movie do you guys know? Which one is higher than? Uh, yeah, Beverly Hills got three, 9%. Right, 9%, right. Uh, and then it has an audience score of 69%. So um, it seems that, right. That, this seems about right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> top grossing movies of 2006. Uh, number one is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Which, uh, which I that? believe is the third one? Uh, I think that's the third one, or it's the second one. I don't know. Um, second, uh, it's number second two. One. It's the second one. Okay, number two is Night at the Museum, and number three is Cars. Uh, this movie, uh, The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, comes in 46 in the domestic box office. Now, what's crazy is I feel like maybe a sign that we've been doing the podcast too long, question mark, is that every year I do these now, I'm like, I'm like, we probably haven't done a lot of movies. I, I feel like there's no year, there's basically no year now that we haven't done at least two or three movies. Because other movies we have covered on this very podcast from 2006 are number nine, Casino Royale, number 93, Snakes on a Plane, <laughs> and number and number 100, Crank. Nice. So, so yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, as far as people in this movie, it's got Lucas Black <laughs> playing Sean Boswell, uh, Shad Moss, uh, or as Jody likes to call him, Bow Wow, playing Twinkie, uh, and uh, what's the guy that plays Han? Su- Sun, Sun Kang. Sun Kang. And then the only other person that I noticed was uh, Zachary Todd Bryan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brad from Home Improvement uh, playing a seemingly 35-year-old high schooler at the beginning of this movie. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that dude was playing a high schooler when he was a high schooler back on Home Improvement, which had to be at least, I don't know, a decade and a half before this movie came out. Probably. I, that's, I wonder how old he was at the time. I'm um, keep going okay uh well uh <laughs> next what? he was 24 oh dang he looked a lot older than that <laughs> he looked way older than that he looks way older than that in the movie that well uh lucas black was 26 yeah which he does look old um he had that sweet southern accent for you oh man <laughs> you lucas black had a five o'clock shadow at 2 a.m like, you know what? <laughs> you know what so i got old well, what's really funny now is that they've like worked a back to the franchise. Like even in the seventh one, where they used the footage from Tokyo Drift uh-huh. and then cut to them talking afterwards, it's like, whoa, he looks so old. <laughs> yeah. And then he's then he's in the ninth one, and he looks so much older now. Yeah. Like the one, I, it took me forever to realize, but like him and Bow Wow and one of the other guys, like their buddies from this movie, and that guy looks like he's like eighty five years old. 
in the ninth Fast and Furious. Yeah, they all look so old. <laughs> but anyways, okay. So let's do a couple net worths. Uh, first, I have Bow Wow. He's got that sweet, sweet like Mike money. What do you think, LPJ, for Bow Wow? I literally don't know anything about Bow Wow. I mean, <laughs> he was a he was a rat. He was Lil at one time. Uh, now he's mm-hmm. big, so maybe he's got more money. I don't know how this works. It's Twenty million. Okay, what do you think? Uh, he was a musician. He has that sweet, sweet. He was in one episode of Smallville, apparently. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm going to say $23 million, like Mike. Wow, you guys are giving Bow Wow way too much credit. He has $1.5 million. All right. Uh, next up is Sung Kang. Um, uh, he's got that sweet, sweet, I think maybe he was in the Obi-Wan TV show money. Um, he was. Was he? He was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who he played, but he was in he was in Obi-Wan. So uh, what do you think, Jody, for Sung Kang? Well, they had to probably pay him a lot for him to come back from the dead multiple times in this. <laughs> I'm gonna say eight million dollars. Okay, what do you think, LBJ? Oh, he's got that sweet, sweet better luck tomorrow money, which we're gonna talk about for a second here in a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna go five million dollars. Uh, eight million on the button. Uh, Jody was right. Wow, why did we think Bao had so much more money than him? Because it was ra- because musicians always have a lot of money. That's what you always say, but it's not true. Yeah, remember how much money DMX had? R.I.P. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the whole reason I invented the segment? That's fair. Um, That's fair. Okay, finally, Lucas Black. He's got that sweet, sweet uh, NCIS New Orleans money. Uh, what do you think, uh, LPJ, for Lucas Black? I, I don't know anything about Lucas Black either. Like... He's in this movie. He's got that sweet, sweet Fast and Furious 7 movie money. Uh, was he 7? Was it 7? He was in 7, seven. yes. Was it seven? I'll go, I don't know, 7 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, Jody? He has that sweet, sweet, I guess he was in the Friday Night Lights movie. Um, I'm going to say $1 million. Uh, sorry, guys. $8 million for Lucas Black. I'd like to, um, one question. When looking up the cast, I looked at um, Zachary Ty Bryant. His number one most known for movie or thing is this movie on IMDb. <laughs> How is Home Improvement not his number one most known thing? LPJ's uh, face just dropped. <laughs> like, well, he, he's notoriously a big Home Improvement fan, so. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Everyone do every, everyone oh, do a Tim the Taylor thing. Oh, now you do one, LBJ. No, I, I was a big JTT fan. All right, but still do a Tim the Toolman Taylor thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Come on. Um okay. So this movie is directed by Justin Lin, which is kind of crazy because he would go on to be like direct a lot of the really good Fast and Furious movies. Like he directed did he direct like Three, four, five, six, seven, maybe, or three, four, five, six, or something. Yeah, three, four, five, six, and then he was the producer on all the rest of them. And it's been, I think, the same writer too, Chris Morgan, for all of them. That's that's yeah, that's that's wild. And um, yeah, so he wrote it, and then uh, I again, you're in charge of music, so I think maybe you were going to play something, or, or... <sighs> yeah, I'm going to play it just because it's the song. 
written for the movie called Tokyo Drift, and I hate it, but I'm going to play it because it's, it was made for the movie. God help us all. That's it. We got 30 seconds of it. That's plenty. Joe is beating the beat in his the best, apartment. The best thing is that I had to play it for myself, so I could have just kept listening You could have. You could have. As long as I wanted to. Yeah, um, I could listen to it? Yeah, it's in, he's in the chat. He put it in the chat. Um, um, it's too late now. Uh, okay, so let's talk about uh, some taglines for this. Uh, we got the first one. If you ain't out of control... You ain't in control, and I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know if that uh, applies. Uh, the next one is on the streets of Tokyo. Speed needs no translation, um, and then the last one just said, "Speed needs no translation." So it's um, true because uh, everyone spoke English. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to save it for when we talk about the plot because I have a major problem about the the language situation in this movie. Um, Okay, uh, anything uh, specifically either of you would like to talk about uh, before we get into the plot of this? Um, <clears throat> no. No, we're good. I'll save it. I'm going to save it for the end, what I want to talk about. I just wanted to mention that because I did watch this on a recording off TNT, when I started the recording, it was playing the Ja Rule song from the first Fast and Furious. <laughs> so that was the best way possible to start off this movie. And you, you were confused because you wouldn't start watching it. Your TV's like, are you sure you don't want to watch Bones? I mean, I thought about watching episode of Bones while we recorded right now. <laughs> All right. Um, you and, when are you and LPJ starting your uh, Bones rewatch podcast? Um, i actually starting that one with LPJ's wife. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, she's almost through the whole series. Wow, uh, she's faster than I am. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, my first note actually for this uh, movie says Lucas Black looks thirty. <laughs> um, the the beginning of this movie is really weird, and it's like, so it's like him going to this high school, uh, and they're playing the song, and it's kind of weird. Like I don't know what they're trying to set up because they show him like, oh, he's going through like a metal detector, and they're watching him on cameras, and like, but it really doesn't end up playing into the overall. <laughs> like, it's I like think they're it's, just it's, trying to, to to establish the fact that it's a rough school, or that schools now in America require, um, you know, people to walk through metal detectors, and like it's yeah, lawless. I, and no, I mean, and I get, I get that, but it, beating up an Indian pinata. I mean, I get what they were saying, but I don't understand why it applies to anything that happens in this movie I think at it's all. Just a juxtaposition for what happens in the Japanese school, where everybody is regimented and 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 you know they're all in the same uniform. They're all it's it's just to, to show the juxtaposition of American schools versus Japanese schools. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, like Jody said, uh, we see Brad Taylor. He's a football player. Uh, we see in shop class some random fat kid getting spray painted. Um, yeah, and he what goes. Was 
the it, point. It, it, Lucas Black goes over there. He's like, oh, he, Casey, this guy gets beat up. I'm going to take this wrench over there. And, oh, he's just getting spray painted. And he looks terrified. <laughs> and they're covering his mouth. I'll just leave him be. I'm sure he'll I mean, be fine. Four on one seems like a reasonable thing. That fat kid should have been able to take it, right? Yeah, couldn't he? Uh, couldn't he, Lucas Black at least went and been like woke the teacher up and been like, "Hey, maybe you might want to go see what's going on here." Like he just puts down the wrench and he's like, "Ah, it's fine." And he's working on his own car in shop class. Ah, uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, okay. I cool. guess you could do that. Who knows? You know what? None of us took uh, auto shop in high school. We don't know. That's true. I know. I know absolutely jack shit about cars. I didn't learn until oh, after high school. Mine. What's that? I didn't learn until after high school. Yeah, well, there you go. Okay, so um, he's going to leave. He goes to his car. He starts, like, kind of flirting with Brad Taylor's uh, girlfriend, who also looks like she's 30. Um, and, and, like, he's I feel, mad. Lucas at- Black, I feel like, just flirts with whatever's around him all the time. Uh, that's true. He, he, yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't give a um, shit. He's just like, oh. So they boobs. start kind of, like, arguing about cars, and he gets mad. So Brad Taylor throws a baseball through uh, Lucas Black's back window. Uh, and then they're like, uh, like, let's race. And then this girl who has no self-esteem is like, ah, the winner gets me. <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay, that's weird. Um, so then they're like, hey, we're going to have this race. Let's go to this abandoned construction site for some reason. Um, and then, like, to top off, like, how awful the beginning of this movie is, they race to uh, Ball with the Bob. I can't remember. And it is the whole Why didn't we play that song? song. It is the whole song plus more of the same song. They loop it. It's unreal. How big is that construction site? It's, it's bigger than the runway in a future factory. It, it's like it's like a whole subdivision development, but like three times the size of the subdivision development construction site in Lethal Weapon Three, which yeah. we just talked about. But they're not going that fast, at least to begin with, because there's a pickup truck in front of them <laughs> with people in the back of the pickup truck filming it on their flip phones. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's what? So, so many goddamn flip phones in this movie. <laughs> <sighs> um so so they 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 race he crashes through a couple of buildings and then at the end like i don't know how any of the people involved That's in weird. these be they dead. should they be should dead be. because brad taylor oh, and his right. girlfriend slam into like a like a concrete like pipe like thing yeah and, and like mm. he flips and rolls like so many times but then they're like they're they're all kind of fine like they're a little beat up but like you know no no harm no foul um, so he gets it. Lucas Black gets arrested. Uh, they're kind of like, hey, they're rich, so they're going to be fine, but we're going to throw you to jail. Then his mom shows up and she seems kind of skeezy. And I don't know, she like flirts with this guy. And then I don't know what happens, but then they come out of the room and it's like, hey, we worked out a deal, but you got to go live with your dad. Worked Tokyo. out a deal. Your mom blew me. So here's what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he has to go to Tokyo to live with his dad. Uh, he gets there, and I'm like, man, this dude just moved to Tokyo, and he's got a guitar, which never comes up at all. He's got a guitar over his back and, like, one bag, and that's it. I'm like, that's all you took to live in Tokyo? Like, don't you have a, you don't, you don't have a suitcase or anything? Um, so uh, he his dad does, doesn't come pick him at the airport, so he takes a cab there. He gets to his dad's house, and there's a hooker <laughs> thing. <laughs> Right? Like, that's that was a worker. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And he's like, oh, uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, then he, like, ushers this lady out of his house. He's just wearing a robe. It's like, okay, so he had a hooker. Like, why that's part of this movie, I don't know. 
but it is. So um, it's showing that the dad's not that good either. No, I think it's showing that he's still single, just to make sure people know. <laughs> well, it's just a his, very horny movie. Yeah, it, it is. It, him and his dad don't get along. Um, so the next day he goes to school, and this is my, one of my big problems I have. Is like he goes to the school, right? Where the oh, teacher... hold on, you back up no, no. a little bit. Back oh, up don't, be- don't before don't he, step. Not, don't step before up. Before he point. even gets to the school, right? His dad just leaves him a uniform and says, "Get on the train." <laughs> Your train leaves at seven. That's it. Yeah. I don't know if you know. I don't know how much you know about <laughs> Japanese transit, but like zero. Zero. Let me tell you, I know. Right. I, know I know a little bit, not a lot, not a ton, but I know that just telling someone to be on the train at seven a.m. probably not going to get to where they need to go. <laughs> well, also, then he gets to the school where the teacher teaches all the lessons in Japanese. Yep, and and he doesn't speak Japanese at all. No. So what, what what is he? Why is he at the school? Like, you can't learn if you don't read or write or speak the language. So, like, why is he there? It, they seemingly there... don't have any kind of, like, translation system or anything like that. How is there not an administrator, like, walking him to his first class? Yeah. I mean, and listen, I don't know. Again, I don't know anything about Tokyo, but you think that, like, isn't there maybe some kind of school there for, like, people that don't speak Japanese or something that he might go to? Like, well, not only that, um, to my knowledge... Pretty much every Japanese in every Japanese school, they also learn English. Yeah. So I'm fairly certain a lot of them know would have known English anyway and would have been able to help them out. Well, anyways, that's regardless. And you think it might get cleared up, but later on in the movie, it's like, no, he still doesn't speak Japanese, and they're still teaching in Japanese. But anyways, uh, while he's at school, he meets uh, Bawao, who's a, the unfortunately named Twinkie in this movie. And, <laughs> and, he, and apparently he picked his own nickname. I don't know why. I guess. And then at certain parts of this movie, he calls him Twink. And anyways, mm. so so uh, Twinkie, <laughs> like, <good> like <laughs> Twinkie, like, his whole thing is like he sells stuff. He's like, oh, do you want to buy like a laptop? Do you want to buy Air Jordans? I, I don't know. So anyways, they get to talking about cars and he's like, oh, man, wait till you see my car. And he's got this like car that like is painted green and it's got like the Incredible Hulk on the hood. It's got like fists popping out of it. It's an Incredible Hulk car. So it's basically like one of those like Matchbox cars that they made for the Hulk. But that's his real car. <laughs> So is this in the MCU then? I would imagine, yeah. I, I think this is uh, canon. This is canon now, right? Yeah, I'm canon, sure. yeah. But Tush would be uh, so pissed. <laughs> He'd be so mad. He would like that car, though. He would drive that car. Um, okay, so uh, they go to this uh, closed um, parking structure where they hold drift races, and like Lucas Black is like such a hothead that he immediately picks a fight while he's at this drift place with uh, <laughs> with uh, DK, uh, which we find out stands for Drift, Drift King because he's like, like you said, he's very horny. Oh, and he, wait, you forgot another part where his dad's like, the one thing you're not allowed to do <laughs> is drive. race cars. Yeah, and so he immediately goes he to a place with the racing race. Race. Um, like Yeah, that, and, like, he, and he's very horny, so like he starts, like the one girl there he starts hitting on is like her uh, boyfriend is the Drift King who's also Yakuza adjacent. And so he like immediately was like, "I'll race you, right?" 
Um, and they're like, you don't have a car. And then Han's there, and Han's like, hey, first of all, I don't know why I'm hanging out with all these high schoolers. Second of all, I'm going to give you my car to race against DK. But Han was always snacking. It's true. Um, I Actually, I, I, go ahead. I have a. Re- I know why he's hanging out with all the high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Not a joke. So I'll bring it up now. I wasn't gonna. I was gonna bring it up to later. But Han's character. This isn't the first movie that Han's character has been in. So Justin Lin's. One of Justin Lin's first movie is is Better Luck Tomorrow. That's the official canon backstory of Han. So I'm not. I'm not making this up. So the whole story in Better Luck Tomorrow is it's these are a bunch of it's a bunch of rich high school kids who get bored and start committing crimes. And so Han is one of those kids who starts committing crimes and then in the movie, you know, bad things happen, is his his somebody dies, his cousin becomes brain dead and all that stuff, but it's a continuation. His character is continuing in this movie. He's sort of like the mentor to this new group of high school criminals. That's okay. bananas, right? I didn't learn about this until tonight when I was researching things. Jesus. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, Lucas Black is like, hey, I'm going to race. And he, he doesn't know how to drift. And he sucks at it. Um, and he trashes. He loses. And he trashes Han's car. Then he goes home. Uh, him and his dad argue some more because he did the one thing he wasn't supposed to do. He got in a car. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't understand drift racing in in a, in a parking structure. I get that it looks cool, but if you look, they're drifting up these ramps, right? And their mm-hmm. car fits across the entire length of of the of the ramp. How do you even have an opportunity to pass the guy? Essentially, it's the first person off the line who starts <laughs> up the ramp first is automatically going to win. <laughs> Because if they break down and stop, it's not like the other guy's going to be able to drive through them anyway. That's yeah, why at the end they have to choose a new venue. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, drifting is well, dumb. I mean, you're kind of right and you're kind of wrong because then at the end they're back in the parking structure. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah. Like I said, the whole concept of drift racing in a parking structure is I have, I have so many. I have so many questions, by the way, at the end when they're lining up for that race. <laughs> Vin Diesel has this car that's like so it's like a huge muscle car it's so big it's like you're not I don't even know if that car's going to fit up some of those ramps you're not drifting in that car it's not going to fit up a ramp the right way let alone sideways (laughs) anyways sorry I I got ahead of myself okay (sighs) so okay so then Han picks him up at school the next day he's like hey you work for me now because you trashed the car and he sends him into this bathhouse to get this money that a sumo wrestler owes from him. And I like the idea that he gets into a towel, confronts the sumo wrestler, but then the sumo wrestler throws him out of the bathhouse and he's back to being fully dressed. So did he like start to beat him up? Was like, hey, go get dressed. And then he continued beating him up and threw him yes. out. Apparently. Or maybe he's That's what him. it's like when you two go to the finished bathhouse, right? Yeah, I, I get Joe dressed after I beat him up and then toss him out the front door. I'm like, here's the, the only- deal. I'm going to beat you up for a little bit, tire you out, then I'm going to put your clothes back on you so I can throw you out the window. I mean, I love it so much, there that the only way you can get me to leave is to beat me up and throw me out. That's it. Um, okay, so uh, so Lucas back is working for Han. Han works with DK, and they're like Yakuza adjacent because like uh, DK's uncle is Yakuza, and they kind of like 
eh, work for him, give him part of their profits. Anyways, so then they're like driving really fast on the freeway and they pass these cops and Han's like, ha, we're going so fast that if, you know, if we go past a certain speed limits, the cops won't even try and catch it because they know they can't. They're going like 197 down the freeway. Okay. So then Han drives to his uh, club slash garage slash house <laughs> that he lives in. And don't worry, because Twinkie is also magically there hanging out, even though they haven't established a connection between him and Han at all. Um, okay. So then he uh, Han gives uh, Lucas Black a car, and uh, we get he's teaching him how to drift. It's like the first of two or three different drifting montages we get in this uh, movie. Many, many drifting montages. <laughs> Uh, Lucas Black uh, saves uh, Bow Wow from getting beat up at school, and uh, Bow Wow is really pissed about it. Um, they're they're playing rooftop soccer. Him and uh, Lucas Black and Han talk. Um, that's where he says it's funny because he says that line where he's like talking about like oh like criminals would run for the border, and he's like this is my Mexico, and it's like oh it's just a throwaway line, but then it comes back to be a super right. important plot point in Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Even, I had no idea until I watched this because I I've never gotten this far in the movie before. So uh, then 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 we go to more drifting lessons. Uh, then Lucas back uh, moves out of his dad's and moves into Han's weird garage house that he lives in. Uh, and, and Lucas Black beats one of DK's cronies in a gift race. Gift race, drift race. <laughs> was <laughs> it? Who, it was the same guy that got beat up, right? Or that was beaten up. The same Bawa. guy was beaten up, Bawa. Yeah. yeah, and who potentially later in the movie dies in a horrific car crash and oh. on car. Crash. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, that guy's way dead. So then he goes back to school, and that's again where I have a note where I'm like, I don't. I think Lucas Black just goes and sits in the school, and listens to people talk Jap- in Japanese for like eight hours, and then goes home. But every one of the kids speaks English. Yeah, it's that's just true. the teacher speaks Japanese. So then, like, he has met uh, the DK's um, girlfriend like once, but he like takes her out on a date. Her name's Neela, by the way. We didn't mention that. We didn't mention that because she really is unimportant to this movie and just serves to like. <laughs> As something for the male characters in this movie to fight over. Um, so he goes on a date with her. They go drifting in the mountains. Um, uh, DK is really pissed about this. I keep thinking I'm saying Donkey Kong, but DK drifting. He, uh, well. be- he beats up Lucas Black about beats up Lucas Black because he took her on a date. And then she dumps him, right? Uh, and then uh, DK's uncle, the actual Yakuza guy, comes and visits him. And he's like, hey... Your buddy Han, he's stealing from us. Uh, so then Han, so DK shows up at Han's weird garage place, pulls a gun on Han. Uh, they escape. It gets into this big, huge car chase drift scene. Um, I did think it was pretty cool that, that the scene where they like drift like through the crowd of people. Yeah, and, like like it's that looks really cool. Had not nearly enough time to get out of the way. Well, oh, yeah, no. that's they would have all got hit. Yeah, and it's it's during this chase when uh, his crony uh, gets into a head-on car crash and probably dies and probably kills the person in the other car as well because they're going well over a hundred miles an hour. They're just weaving in and out of traffic like it's like a Mario Kart race. There's one where there's a road you're trying to drive with other cars, but they're just oh. weaving back and forth. I, I was I was about to say I think you drive at every Mario Kart right. race. Yes. <laughs> No, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, it's on the um, 
I think it's actually on the GameCube one, the 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 the, the double dash one, where you're like there's traffic and you go over a bridge and in tunnels and stuff. Anyways, any anyone knows in Mario hey, Kart? Hey, you know what? Save it for the Legend Retro, guys. <laughs> they wouldn't let me be on. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so then Han gets killed. Um, he gets slammed into by a car, uh, which we later find out is driven by Jason Statham, retcon <sighs> to be driving by him. Yep. <laughs> we sure do. Uh, he seemingly blows up good, but then again, that gets retcon too. So it was all set up so he could secretly go work for Kurt Russell's character in the Fast and Furious movies. Sure. Uh, okay. So they, uh, him and Neela, they go back to his dad's house. Uh, but then uh, uh, DK shows up there. I don't know how he knows where his dad lives, but he like pulls a gun. And then his dad, who I guess is like in the Navy or whatever. We haven't talked about this, but he pulls a gun. Um, and then she's like, hey, I'll defuse the situation. I'll leave with him. So Lucas Black is like, all right. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go talk to his uncle. And he like gives him the money that Han stole. And he's like, hey, me and your uh, nephew got to settle our beef. So let us have a race. And the loser will leave town. And the uncle is like, okay, I'm cool with this. <laughs> yeah. I, he's, already, he's already pissed at DK anyway for getting, uh, getting the money, for not being uh, observant enough to notice that the money's being embezzled. Yeah. Um, so then we get a, so then he needs a car and all the cars got taken from Han's garage. So his dad had found like this, was it a Mustang? Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure it's a Mustang. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so it, it, yeah. It was a 67 Mustang. So they, so they take that Mustang and they outfit it with the engine and then he learns how to drift in the Mustang. Um, and, and then we get a long extended race on the mountain. We already talked about where a lot of people are filming it on their flip phones and Blah 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 blah. Lucas Black wins, and he uh, dies. He di- I don't think he dies. I feel like they show he's alive, but he should be dead because he he's in a horrible crash and he like falls down half the side of the mountain. But I think they show him and maybe he's getting out of the car. I don't know. It doesn't yeah, matter. It was like because- that scene at the end of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where his hand comes up from the. <laughs> no. But I mean, a, Lucas Black driving on this road that was similar to the roads we drove around Kentucky. Looking- <laughs> yeah. For the distilleries, I was I was having flashbacks right there. Um, DK's car is falling straight down, but Sean's car is still driving the loops, and he beats him down. <laughs> yeah, that's not how physics works, guys. I mean, um, I figured you could help us with that, LPK. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work that way. If you fall straight down, it's real simple. A straight line is faster than going through a bunch of curves. What? Um, but it doesn't matter if DK's alive or dead because he won the race, so now everything is a-okay with the Yakuza. Yeah, the uncle's like, it's fine. Uh, we cut back to that parking garage. Lucas Black is now the new DK, the Drift King of Tokyo. And and like Bow Wow's like, hey, some some dude shows up. He wants to race you. And he's like, ah, not tonight, Twink. And he's like, hey, he said he knows Han. He said Han was family. And he's like, oh, dang, it must be Vin Diesel because he says family so much in these movies. <laughs> so sure, so, so sure, sure enough, he pulls up. And it's, it's like I said, this gigantic car. And it's Vin Diesel. And he's uh, sitting there, and, and he's like, uh, and Lucas Black is like, I didn't know Han was into like American Muscle, and Vin Diesel's like, he was when he was rolling with me, and then like <laughs> Lucas Black is like, <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel is awesome. 
then Lucas Black is like, this ain't no 10 second rice. Because he's kind of Southern in the movie. We did Jody mention that. He's, he's, he's super like, Southern. He's like, he's basically like Fogo and a leghorn. He's like, I said, I said, this ain't no 10 second rice. And then Vin Diesel's like, I got all the time in the world or something like that, which is funny because when they wreck on it, well, that's the thing is that it's funny when they wreck on it, he's there to like, like find it. Yeah. To investigate and get like Han's body and bring it back. So any, but anyways, so that's the end of the movie. Uh, did you read? <laughs> I, I I thought this was great. Was that they did test screenings of it and it was poorly received. So they got, they're like, they're like, Hey, Vin Diesel, will you come film this cameo at the end? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. If you give me the rights to the Riddick series. Uh-huh. So they did. So he was like, now he's, he owns, I guess the, the Riddick, which by the way, if we ever really like, when we're thinking about like editing the podcast, you're like, I want Joe to like, maybe quit. Like, let's do a Riddick month. Well, you know what? Pitch black's good. I've seen, I, I've, I'm, I, I, I think I've seen Pitch Black once a long time ago. I've never seen the Chronicles of Riddick, and I saw the third one, the the what Riddick. the one that was just called Riddick. I've seen that one for sure. I haven't seen that one. I saw part of Chronicles of Riddick, but I liked Pitch Black. Pitch Black is pretty solid. Yeah. Well, yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a Riddick month. But anyways, we've reached the end of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Um, next time we see Lucas Black, it'll be in the seventh one, and he'll be fifteen years old. <laughs> And then he shows again. Then he shows up in the ninth one. And he's even older. Yeah, he's a um, walker. It's oh, he's a AARP member now. Yeah, he, he looks like uh, he looks like Clint Eastwood. He's all leathery, uh, just straight yeah. leather. It's like a catcher's mask with a little bit of stubble. <laughs> um, okay. We made it to the end. Uh, I like the idea that this movie came out in 2006, but because of retconning, they say it actually takes place in 2013. Yeah. Which is fun. Remember we all had flip phones in 2013? <laughs> right. Um, and did you see that they didn't want Paul Walker to be in this movie because they said he was too, too old? old? What? <laughs> <laughs> he was too old. They were like, they're basically like Yoda when uh, Luke Skywalker shows up. He's like, too old to complete the training. They're I'm, like, I'm j- I would love to figure out, like, what would his role have been in this movie? Obviously, it's not the Lucas Black character. Well, I would think that maybe they would have been like, I don't know, I guess it doesn't work. Because I was going to be like, maybe after the events of the second one, he has to leave the country. But then I guess after the second one, like, that got him out of trouble right. with the law. Cause he, so, yeah, fuck it. I don't know. Um, do have, you have any? I have one role reversal. And I saw what it is, and it's funny too because in the way IMD the way IMDb describes it is like he auditioned for this movie. It's like, well, what the fuck role do you think he auditioned for? Like, yeah, it's a, it's, aud- it's Channing Tatum. Yeah, he obviously auditioned <laughs> for the Lucas Black role. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like oh he was going to play the Bow Wow part or he's going to play the Han part. Right. I mean, I guess maybe he auditioned for the Jackie Zachary Ty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, and he lost to Zachary Ty Bryan. Wow. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, he lost to Lucas Black too, which is like, which is think of the alternate universe where Channing Tatum is the star of this movie, and that he goes on to be in more of the Fast and Furious movies. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, and they could somehow seems like he should like, be in. Maybe he's in ten. Lucas Black's Alabama accent. I get that that's his real speaking voice, his real accent. It is so distracting in this movie. <laughs> Right? It is. It, it's too Alabama. Like, I don't even think it's real. 
He sounds so so much like he's from Alabama. I I also like this little bit too, where they like, they they point out that in the seventh one where they tie back into this movie, like it it speaks to like the gigantic ego that Vin Diesel has. That they point out that like this race that's seemingly starting to take place in this movie, Lucas Blank lost. Yeah. <laughs> Toretto, Toretto beat him, right? Like, I like that that's like, I'm sure that Vin Diesel was like, well, yeah, I won. Like, obviously I won. I didn't lose. I know I how to drift in this giant car. I can't remember. What does he come back and do in the seventh movie? Well, okay. So in the seventh one, okay. post credit scene of the sixth one is where they – show Han dying again from this movie and they 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 uh what's the word I'm like a wreck on it so Jason Statham is involved right, right? So just a little like snippet so, right well, and then they go into the seventh movie and they find out that Han dies and so he goes to Japan to get his body uh and, and so they show that scene of like them starting the race and then afterwards there's a scene where he's talking to Lucas Black after they race in the parking structure and he's right. like oh here here are the effects that Han had on him when he died and blah 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 so it's just like it, it really doesn't serve much purpose at all other than to tie this one further into the the whole uh, franchise yeah that's I basically did. All this. okay i mean i sent you a video joe and i'll post it on discord after this out where it like showed han's death in each of the movies where they showed it yeah it oh, okay interesting well and they look different like the 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 overhead shot that they have in this movie there's nobody around that car. Like not a chance. There's not a chance Jason Statham blew up that car. Oh, because isn't that isn't that how it is? Is that he didn't he didn't he hit crash the, the, Oh, I thought he put a bomb in the car or something. And that's no, what he up. crashed it. He crashed it. Like Statham, so the car that Han hit how that hits him is driven by him, Statham. driven by Statham, right. And then Statham gets out of that car. <laughs> Fine. Fine. And then throws a grenade in. Is it a grenade? No. It's a, he it throws a, down the, like, a... Oh, the cross. Like the, he, the, throws the cross. A, he throws a cross at him. Dom's cross. Right. Be, because, and that's one of the things, when he gives him the effects in the seventh one, it's that's that cross. Yeah. yeah, he My throws a cross in there, and then it lights and uh, uh, explodes from the gasoline. <laughs> but not really, because he also, miraculously, in the time that he somehow managed to uh, uh, start that race and end that race and meet with uh, uh, Mr. Nobody or or prior just prior to meet with Mr. Nobody to set this thing up, knowing that Jason Statham was going to come and kill him? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's how like does the, he get out of the car? There's what I'm saying. The double like a store he like falls into? The double like Ninja Turtle? The double retcon on this is so amazing because it's like, first they're like, all right, we're retconning it so Jason Statham wants to kill him. But then they're like, well, hold on a second. Now we're going to retcon it so it's perfect that Jason Statham wants to kill you because we want to fake your death. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Gotta get that justice for Han, yeah. So but, stupid. And then, then they fake his death, right? This is irritating. They fake his death and they leave him to work in Tokyo in the same neighborhood... Then everyone thinks he's dead in. No one's going to see him? How does that work? What? I don't know, but I just watched the second trailer they released for the 10th one, and him and Statham are teaming up, like, beating people up together, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, family, Joe. Family. Family. It's all about family. Um, damn. Uh, damn. This movie. Uh, anything else 
you would like to talk about before. I feel like there's probably a lot we all want to talk about in our ratings. Let's so. just rate it. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first? Jody, why don't you go first? You're the guest. Okay, I'll go first. Um, so I hadn't. I've seen this movie, and then I saw it, watched it again this week for the podcast. <clears throat> it's not a good movie, but it was kind of fun. I kind of enjoyed. it. I didn't hate it like LPJ seemed to hate it. Um, I think that one. It was enjoyable. I didn't seem like a long hard watch like some of the shit that i've watched with you guys as of late i mean it was no shark to puss versus <laughs> whale wolf <laughs> but um so i think i'm gonna give this one three video streaming flip phones that stream the entire mountain race to everyone's phone instantly yeah <laughs> great technology i guess it was 2013 so that's a little bit better yeah Everyone was just, you know, ironically still using flip phones. They're back, buddy. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Joe, you go next. I I, I I was too busy looking at the flip phone thing. I didn't even hear what Jody gave it. Oh, he gave it. He must have rated three. it in flip phones. I, gave I rated it three flip phones. Oh, see, I just thought you were talking about flip phones again. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Yeah, I kind of feel the same as Jody about this movie. Like, it is really dumb. Um. But I kind of, it, it's not. I don't think it's a hard watch. Like there's some stuff in it. I like, I think it's the kind of like, yeah, it's dumb, but it's kind of like the fun dumb. And some of the, some of the like actual racing scenes are pretty cool. This is like probably the last one in the series where like specifically racing is actually the focus of it. Cause like there's a few races in the fourth one, but then it starts to get a little weird. Um, but this one is all about racing and, and, and I don't know. I, I like Han and you know, it's not great, um, but I, I don't dislike it. And I think, it kind of gets a bad rep. Uh, and, and I do kind of like how they went back and just forced it into the continuity of the whole franchise, which is insane. And I know it doesn't really work, but I still think it's awesome. Um, but but I think I'll give it, uh, I'll go right down the middle. I'll give it two and a half uh, machine guns. Okay, guys, listen. Uh-oh. Five machine guns. Terrible, terrible accent. Like, I get it. It's a speaking voice. <laughs> He's he's so annoying. He is his voice irritates me to no end. That was one of the main reasons why I shut this movie off twice. Right? I don't care about Bow Wow. His character is dumb and serves no purpose whatsoever. Name one thing that this that he did that has any bearing on the plot whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing he does, right? Well, I mean, if he wouldn't have met Bow Wow, then he never would have ended up going to the first drift race, so um, okay. He would have just been riding he, the train. You know what? No, he would have found the drift race eventually. Oh no! But anyways, okay. Right. Um. Um. You know, Han's fine. I like Han in this. Uh. Uh. The girl is kind of annoying. Also, like, oh, another weird thing about the girl. She grew up with DK, as like a pseudo brother, and then they start dating. That <laughs> yeah, was that's weird, weird guys. I, that was I don't real know. weird. I that don't was know bringing why... it back to Lucas Black in Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know why that's part of the plot. Like, it doesn't make sense. Where it's like, oh yeah, like we raised you. Like, why you could have easily not thrown that in there at all, yeah. but they did. You know, um, 
I like there's so much. The whole retconning thing irritates me because like it, none of it makes any sense as far as the retconning goes. Um, drifting is dumb because it's a stupid race. Like, okay, you can, I get it. You can turn the back end of the car and, and drift, but why would you do it in a parking garage where you can't pass anybody? Well, they also do it on a mountain and in the streets of Tokyo and on a dock. Like, there it makes sense because there's an actual race element involved. The other one is just like, eh, you know, you, okay, you got off the line first. You made it up because I couldn't pass you because there's physically no space for me to pass you. I got that. It's dumb. Um, but for whatever reason, this stupid movie kept me entertained. I don't know why. I, I enjoyed it this third time through. I, it's completely inexplicable. I have no logical reason why I enjoyed watching this movie the third time. I should hate this movie with every fiber of my being, but it's okay. Like, I don't hate it. I will probably watch it again at some point. I don't know when. I own it. I'm. We'll go back to it at some point. I'm going to give it two and a half machine guns, and I'm going to say it's not the Mystic two and a half machine guns that may go to three machine guns the next time I watch it. Yeah, I, I could. I was very close to giving three as well. Like I, I could see myself. Uh, there's just something about this movie. Like it's. It, yeah. it, it, I to me, it, it it has that line of being like, yeah, it's dumb, but it's like the fun kind of dumb. Where the stuff that's dumb is like. It's not bad dumb. It's fun dumb. I don't know. Like we watched so many bad movies. Right. So many movies we watched in this podcast where I'm like, I wouldn't watch that movie again if you offered me fifty bucks. But like this one, I'm like, yeah, like I kind of like it. All the stupid stuff doesn't make sense, but like I don't know. It's kind of fun. Like it's, I don't. This movie irritates me, but I don't mind that it irritates me. It's so stupid. I'm really upset at myself for liking this movie. I mean. It's- it's definitely not the worst movie in the f- franchise either, like at all. Like I feel like, like I'd rather watch this than the fourth one. I think the fourth one hundred percent. And I do eighth, not like the fourth one. Can we the eighth, eighth one's one? not great. The eighth one's not very good either. And I like don't the problem, eighth one. It's all right. The problem with me is that like maybe the eighth one is better, but like it, it like they get longer and longer and longer as yeah. they go on where it's like this one's like a tight like what like hour and 45 minutes maybe so it's like yeah it's dumb and it doesn't overstay its welcome they get right. longer they become epic so yeah. um but yeah no and like i said this is the last one that like generally is about like really about racing culture you know there's some races in the fourth one and then the fifth one they're like ah fuck it they're robbers now <laughs> then they become like secret agents basically which is fine i mean but yeah your hackers they're like have all the skills yeah they could do everything i mean as you're going uh, through i've done the first three now with you can we skip number four i mean oh, if no. we if we were gonna oh. skip if we were gonna skip this one we're not gonna skip four i'm sorry no we're gonna have fast and furious month jody and you're gonna sit through four five six and seven <laughs> We're just gonna wait till I they're all. Month we can watch Shabbos and Haw in nine two. Yeah, man, I can't find like Hobbs and Shaw. I can't. I would have to either buy it or rent it. And that irritates me. I want it to just be on something that I can watch. Oh, I um, I I own it. Oh, I bought it on Blu-ray, and that, then I have a um, so I have a digital copy of it. So, but it's you know what? Spoiler alert! Uh, you, you have some kind of like you have YouTube TV or something like that. No. Oh, you don't have any kind of TV thing yeah, service? I do. 
Oh, well, uh, it's on FX all the time now. So you oh, can it record is? it. Oh, yeah. It's on. I was just watching part of an FX the other day. Mm, so. I wonder if it's on demand in FX now. It wasn't before. Oh, well, it's on there all the time. So. I'll have to look and see. Anyway, so yeah, Fast and Furious Month. Get ready for it. Cool. Um, anything else? Do we want to wrap this thing up? Are we good? Anything else you guys want to add for this movie? Did we hit your time limit? Yeah, we'll get that. We'll, we'll get that. <laughs> you know um, I miss? Oh, go go I miss LPJ's wrap it up signal. I haven't seen it in a long time. Well, it doesn't come into play. It, it, I don't need to do it anymore because we're not recording three movies at a night anymore. Well, yeah, and also, I mean, now even if you wanted to say it, it was like, all right, well, what are you gonna do? Turn the episode up because, like, you get you have real no power, uh, especially when you're recording remote. So, um, but yeah, now I feel like the problem is he used to say wrap it up. Now he's like, oh, talk more, and it's like <laughs> he arbitrarily decided how long an episode should be. <laughs> Um, Listen, I gotta but, give the people their money's worth. Yeah, their money's worth. Three? Um, yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else specifically about this movie. I will say that, uh, as I kind of mentioned up top, it was not on uh, Tubi. I uh, cannot watch it on Tubi, but Tubi is still great. Uh, still trying to get a sponsorship for them from them. I know that they think they probably don't need us because they had a Super Bowl ad and all that stuff. But, you know, like we said, like we'll take like, 50 bucks a month like we're, we're not we're you know we're, we're not pricey at all but uh tubi is pretty great uh lpj i know is not a fan of ads but they're not they're not obtrusive um is there anything else i want to plug uh before recording tonight i watched that uh new movie on apple tv ghosted oh, yeah. uh with with chris evans and what's her name anna de amaris uh arms yeah uh, it was fine. It was it was pretty good. I think that a romantic, a rom com action movie is a is a tricky thing to pull off. Um, but I will say it gets by on the uh, star power slash charisma of its leads. So it yeah. also has Adrian Brody in it, weirdly enough. So and it's got some fun cameos. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's got some fun cameos. So uh, um, streaming movie. I just want to ask you a question. Did you ever go and watch that one? With Josh Jamal, I have not watched Shotgun Wedding. I know that you're. I know that you're you always should watch it. It's I know good. you're. That's I know my you're, plug. I know you're always saying I should watch Shotgun Wedding with Josh Jamal and Jennifer Lopez, but I I have not gotten around to it yet. All right, I'm gonna plug. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna see. I'm gonna say plug. Better luck tomorrow, so you can see Han's actual backstory. <laughs> I honestly didn't believe you. I looked it up while we were recording, yeah, and his, his character is Han. I was like. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to watch it now because I'm cu- very curious about this. Well, you made it sound like such an uplifting, fun movie that how oh, could you not go back and watch it? Yeah. No, it's a crime drama that ends in tragedy. <laughs> Sorry, high school kids. So, yeah, I don't know. But, so yeah, I'm going to go and watch it now. i got to find it someplace and watch it. All right. Um, Jody? You didn't, what? You, didn't um, pl- you didn't plug, like, Discord or anything I was like that. Getting- I'm going to plug... Uh, the last action podcast channel on Discord. I think it could use some. Oh, don't whatever you're gonna say. Don't say it. Mister Freeze gifts. <laughs> LBJ no, I... made a great face. No, so that was a pretty tame one. Also, I'm also gonna plug the song "Snakes on a Plane." You brought it up as, at the top, and that was a way better song. <laughs> it was. That got us all jazzed when we listened to that. Oh, when yeah. we recorded it, that episode. As far as like songs made for movies, that's that's one of the best. I'll listen to it tomorrow while I'm on the plane. 
Nice. That's a good idea. Well, I just hope I hope there's no snakes on your plane, dude. That would I suck. hope that one doesn't come up out of the toilet. And what, bite you in the dick? Yeah. <laughs> While you're hitting the Mile High Club with Lauren in the bathroom? <laughs> there's, what? A lot of, there's a lot of unlikely things that, are, that could happen there. Yeah, you never know. You're right. I mean, you you're know. just by yourself going to the bathroom, your dick's out. Do you? Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember who uh, play? Who? What actor plays that guy that gets bit in the dick by the snake? Uh, no. Oh, it's, it's John Carter yes. of Mars. It's, it's it Taylor is, Kitsch. It is Taylor Kitsch. Oh, go back and listen to that episode. That's a good one, guys. Um, yeah. So join our Discord. Go to GameZillaMedia.com and click the Discord link and join us. You can, I don't know, chat about getting bit in the dick by a snake if you want. I don't care. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about whatever you want. Um, yeah, Discord's great. Uh, we have a great community of people that are on there, and um, we really appreciate them chatting because they always bring up something fun. Like, I, I found out uh, uh, Sharkula is a movie, and I feel like we need to do Sharkula now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did we find that. We should do that Shark Woman's Prison movie, though, too. We could. What, we did. And didn't we find out that that Sharkula movie's on Tubi? I believe it is. <laughs> well, there you go. There's a plug for Tubi. Um, a movie, it, like the description was insane. It was like a shark that has like the vampire virus <laughs> or something. It's like, I, I have to watch it because it's like sharks just eat people, but like vampires drain blood. I'm, it's so confusing. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. How do you think a blade would handle Sharkula? A uh, blade would take out Sharkula for sure. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, 100%. Blade versus Sharkula. I'd watch that. Yeah, I would too. I think, yeah, I would. <laughs> yep, totally. Uh, anyway, uh, Jody, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yep, no problem. Uh, too bad. It's a shame you couldn't let us do, let us know sooner. We could do the movie you really wanted to do. I mean, <laughs> who, who would have thought? Know I'm that hard to get a hold of. One simple text. Hey, when do you leave? <laughs> Well, also, it wasn't that I thought you were leaving. It was kind of that I was like, well, he might not want to be on the podcast like the night before he's leaving. So, um, But who would have thought, uh, Jody, that we'd have you on the podcast and that the best movie you've watched in the last three or four times you've been on was Fast and Furious Tokyo 100%. <laughs> Let's look back. Oh, well, Blade you... Trinity. Oh, I do like Blade Trinity. Welcome to Sudden Death. That was a shit show. <laughs> Shark to Puss versus Whale Wolf. Nope. Deep Blue Sea. Oh, come on. The Faculty. That was good. Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Oh, here's that movie I love so much that LPJ is like, gotta have Jody on for this one. Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. I'll be that riding was, the ride on Sunday. That was still my favorite when, it, when LPJ's like, <laughs> you like this movie, right? And you're like, I've seen it. <laughs> the best thing I could say about it was when we saw the third one, they did a skit at the movie <laughs> theater. That's true. That's true. You notice we haven't done any of the other Pirates movies, so. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. This episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>